one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Coming up on today's wrestling news, further details on the WWE release of Jeff Hardy. Chris Jericho has been hospitalized whilst in the UK. Johnny Gargano is now a free agent. And why WWE made major changes to Raw's main event. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Michael Sidgwick. And this is the news. Right, let's kick off with more details on that release of Jeff Hardy. The news broke yesterday afternoon here in the UK. Me and Adam Cleary gave you the most basic details when it came to it. He's been released. He was offered sort of rehab and what have you. He turned it down and WWE came to terms on his release. That came out from Sean Rossap of Fightful.com, as I said yesterday afternoon. And now Andrew Zarian of the brilliant Matt Men Pro Wrestling Podcast has provided a further update on that, saying that the 44-year-old has kind of had a rough few weeks, basically. Uh, he says, what I was told is that he's been really good. He does occasionally drink, but the last couple of weeks have been rough for him. Those are the words, more or less. I hope he gets better. It's a difficult story to talk about this, Sige, because obviously we know Jeff Hardy's had his issues in yes. the past. We obviously saw that report coming out after the weekend where he'd been sent home from the, the live show where he walked out mid-match uh, after tagging in Drew McIntyre. Um, we don't know a great, late, great, great load of details. Uh, there's been some awful takes online about this, but... It's been a rough few weeks for him. Like I said, we've know he, we know he's got his issues. I suppose the, the only thing we really can say is just wish him well in, in his recovery and hope he gets the support that he needs. Yeah, it's going to be a grim and not particularly insightful news video. There's nothing to say. It would be in bad taste to speculate. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it seems quite... We can, we can infer the reasons behind the release. We don't need to do anything more than that. I don't want to speculate any further. I think it's entirely the wrong time to go on. AEW's bonus. Yeah. Like, don't, like, don't. It's all you need to do must you do anything is just tweet a well wish don't even at him just send a nice little vibration yeah. just a nice Good little vibes vibration out there. along the waves and just hope that he's going to be okay I'm kind of a cynic by nature uh, but the recovery of Jake the Snake Roberts has always stuck with me mm. especially in an industry when I'm 36 years old I grew up watching professional wrestling uh, from about 1990 onwards and the stars of that generation 
Like, it's a harrowing yeah. omni tragedy, um, if you like. But Jake the Snake Roberts is there as an example and an illustration that something as horrible as addiction, which has affected me very, very uh, personally mm. and closely, uh, can in fact be overcome. I know people in my real life who've managed it. I know people who I used to watch on television who've managed it. So I hope in any which way it can happen for Jeff, it does. Yeah, I think it's it's silly of people to be quite dismissive of this. And I saw, like I say, awful takes that I'm not even going to, um, you know, mention here online off the back of this. This isn't about him being with WWE. This isn't about WWE releases. This isn't about AEW. This is about Jeff getting the help that he needs and we wish him well in his recovery with that. Like yeah. you say, it's a it's a very difficult issue and it's it's far too easy for people to sit here and judge from their sort of ivory towers when in reality, it's a lifelong issue, if we're perfectly honest. Yeah. So yeah, best of luck to Jeff Hardy in his recovery. Speaking of recovery, Chris Jericho hospitalized whilst he is here in the UK. He's obviously doing the Fozzy tour. Um, the issue described as a non-COVID treatable health issue. Uh, they were due to play a show in Swansea, Wales, um, but the venue since City announced that the gig was cancelled, having received the following message from the band. Chris was checked into hospital by doctors with a non-COVID-related treatable health issue. Regrettably, the show is cancelled, all the tickets refunded, etc., etc. Uh, they're going to provide updates for the shows in Nottingham uh, on Saturday and London on Sunday, as soon as they have details for that. But um, a concerning headline to read, thankfully non-COVID related, yes. but he's a 51-year-old man. It's not as easy as it used to be. No, not at all. And again, I like, apologise, guys. Like, it's not the most informative or gossipy or no. entertaining um, or positive news video this thus far. But, you know, there's, there's really nothing else to say. It would be in bad taste to speculate as to the reasons... Everyone just wants Chris Jericho to be better. Mm -hmm. And that's realistically all there is to say. Um, I would gather Chris Jericho is like a divisive performer. If you haven't been entertained by at least one thing he's done, mm -hmm. not a wrestling fan, um, so just wish him all your best. He does the same for his fallen comrades and everything else. Yeah. Incredibly charitable. Um, so that's just extend the same courtesy to him. Yeah, exactly. I think, you know, it, it, fuzzy stuff may be slightly divisive, especially for wrestling fans, but you can't argue about the impact he's had on this industry. And, uh, and again, he's just a human being anyway. Yeah, again, we just wish him well in his recovery, whatever the health-related issues. I'm just, honestly, I saw hospitalised, and obviously your brain goes to yes. the worst with everything that's going on in the world, or has been going on in the world for the last, what, 18 months? Omicron, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to get too negative here. But the moment he said non-COVID, for some reason I thought, oh, it's fine then. He's not fine. Obviously, he's in hospital. But it's just reassuring that he's getting the treatment that he needs. Indeed. And your reaction to it says something else. Like, there's just anxiety infects every pore of life. Mm. So let's just all be excellent to each other. Yeah. Extend that excellence towards Chris Jericho. And in fact, most people. Yeah. And unless... They are coming at you first, in which case... Oh, yeah, to finish him off. Yeah. But uh, Andy's not here, by the way, today, because he's got his first cold in two years. So that just speaks to the way that we live right now. Get well soon, Andy, uh, along with Chris Jericho and Jeff Hardy, of course. Uh, Johnny Gargano, let's talk a little bit about him. We can do some speculation on this one, because he is now officially a free agent. His deal with WWE expired uh, at midnight on Thursday night into Friday morning, of course. This is according to a new report from Fightful Select. You may remember he signed a brief contract extension to sort of take him past NXT war games. A bit like Adam Cole, I think a lot of people assumed. He's just, he wants to do business the right way. Uh, still a whole load of speculation out there, of course, because he did the angle at the end of this week's NXT Double L, uh, where he got attacked by Grayson Waller and people thought, is that him being written off 
off for good. Is it being him written off for a while so he can go and be uh, with Candice LeRae's The Birth of Their Son is due in February. Who knows? What do you reckon, Sid? Johnny Gargano is an insanely talented performer. Um, but he does have, you know, links and, and a real commitment to what used to be NXT. What do you see in his future? Yeah, he's gone. He's absolutely gone. If, in fact, um, the a lot of you might not be 65 years old, so you might not have watched NXT 2.0 on <coughs> Tuesday night. But for those who missed it, Johnny Gargano cut this um, heartfelt promo. It was really genuinely good. Yeah. The production canned in noise kind of ruined it a little bit, but it was an excellent promo from Gargano, and he sold a hell of a beatdown um, to get Grayson Waller over. Yeah. In the aftermath of which, it wasn't made clear whether... Is this like an angle or is it just a way? Because he's already done business like twice on the way out. He lost to Braun Breaker. Mm -hmm. he, um, he lost, his team lost at War Games. And now he's just been beaten out of the territory. My initial feeling, and you know, I, I don't know for sure. But my guess would be if in fact he's taken some time off. And he's building towards a grudge match with Grayson Waller. Why wouldn't he make some money while he could do it? Mm. He had leverage in these negotiations. They really wanted to keep him. He could have said, look, I want some time off and you can pay me while I take that time off yep. and I'll do business with Grayson Waller in this wider attempt to get this uh, younger generation over. He's not doing that for free, therefore he is not doing it unless he's a very stupid man. And I think Johnny Gargano is one of the cleverest operators in all of pro wrestling right now. I firmly expect him uh, to turn up in AEW at some point or another. And honestly, I'm as guilty as anybody else for taking the piss <laughs> out of the um, pretty parodic melodrama yeah. that infected NXT for the last couple of years. But all you need to do is look at his Dragon Great USA run mm. and his Evolve runs. Like He's not necessarily a guy who has to do melodrama to get over. He's an absolutely outrageously gifted technical pro wrestler and which style is most fashionable in that company, yeah. AEW, right now. That's his destination. I'll be shocked if it isn't. I say this time and time and time again. He is one of the very few wrestlers who've made me change my opinion on who I want to win a match without a turn happening. Oh, man. Takeover New York. I was still a bit clueless about NXT, if I'm perfectly honest. We went in, Adam Cole, obviously Johnny Gargano for the NXT Championship. And everyone there is doing, Adam Cole, baby, as we're walking in. I'm like, yeah, yeah, look at the handsome bastard. Let's have him win. Yeah. And Gargano, just through his sheer will uh, and fight in that match, won me over. It's craft my as well. It's my favourite match of all time. I, I, I don't really mind where he ends up, as long as he's happy. I think he probably would be best utilised in AEW. I know people have speculated whether he's going to pop up in the bloody Royal Rumble. Like you say, I don't know why they wouldn't just re-sign him if he was going to stick around in WWE. Well, he's got the leverage. He could have just said, look, pays for a while. Yeah, um, Candice Ray's contract runs out in the spring, I think. Um, so it was one of those where after War Games, if you'd have said, what's going on with Kevin Carter Riley? I was like, agree with Andy, Carl's gone, Johnny's staying. And then after NXT, I went, oh, they're both gone. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, but we'll keep you posted on any developments with that. Of course, with his contract expiring, I should point out, no non-compete in theory could show up. Uh, winter is coming if you wanted to next week for AEW. I don't think that's going to happen, but just keep an eye out for him. Uh, going to be very exciting to see what he does next. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 
This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh, let's finally talk about Monday Night Raw. It, of course, concluded with the Raw Women's Championship match, Becky Lynch defending against Liv Morgan. But according to reports, that wasn't originally the plan up until show day, basically. This is according to PW Insider's Mike Johnson. It was going to be Big E and Kevin Owens in that steel cage to be the main event of that show. Uh, but eventually on show day, they really pushed for Becky Lynch and Liv Morgan, the world title match to be put on, especially because obviously it landed on the 17 year anniversary of Lita and Trish, the uh, Raw main event from the 6th of December, 2004. Um, first time two women, women have ever contested the Raw headlining spot, of course. It was something they, I assume, realized on the day and hastily put together those video packages linking the two. Um, and to be honest, you know, we, we review this obviously every week, What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from. We were slightly indifferent toward the, towards the Steel Cage match and we quite enjoyed the, the title match. I think, you know, yes, the ratings are, are what they are, but I thought that was the right decision. Are you telling me plans changed? I am indeed saying plans changed on Monday Night Raw on show day of all times. It's a nice thing to do until you actually remember what it was like to watch WWE at the time of the first Raw Women's main event. It is put over as this milestone, right? It kind of pisses me off a little bit. It was a great individual career achievement from Trish and Lee. Oh, yeah. I'm not denying that. They earned the hell out of it, and it was a cracking match full of drama. Some really good improvisation as well. It's really, really great. Um, but they had the Diva Search that same year. Yeah. Like... Vince McMahon was like just trying to shag every diva the year after. Like it, no, that was the, you're not was, having it. You're not having that achievement. I'm that not. was I think the start of the women's revolution. If I'm, I'm not start, mistaken, December 2004. We all remember nothing after that ever went terribly wrong for women in WWE. No. Anyway, let's move on to your Twitter questions at WhatCultureWWE. Of course, we want to get in touch with us. Uh, first question today comes from Black Hammer, who says, I was thinking CM Punk and MJF would have their match at win. It is coming, but that doesn't seem to be the way now. When do you think their match will be, and what are they going to do until then? Well, keep doing more angles. Maybe stuff with Larry, but I'm a ghoul. Right? Oh. Okay, I'm a ghoul. Um, like, don't show Larry. Just get like some kind of like piped-in noise of a dog barking. You know? Mm -hmm. Something like that. Um, I'm completely lost 
in the main event picture. Not that it's bad, I just think it's so captivating mm-hmm. and multi-stranded. Like, Adam Cole's racking up loads of singles wins. I think I had it nailed on that Adam Cole versus Hangman Page would be the revolution main event with the idea that Adam Cole's winning loads. There's a mint story to yeah. tell, um, given their fascinating backstory. And in fact, my opinion is that Adam Cole is money as your top leading babyface star. So if he loses his first title challenge in the heel role, you can disassociate him from the yeah. heel role. But Punk versus MJF, they've heavily hinted towards the fact that the winner of which is going to then face Hangman Page or Danielson. They need something big for that TBS debut. They want the time zone thing to be um, resolved. Mm-hmm. They want an opening strike to say like look this is how big it can get and if you stick with us on the journey we will give you things like this periodically so they feel special so I'm thinking is it January, uh, January the 5th? 5th, 6th something like something that yeah. like that yeah I'm thinking the TBS debut I've got to agree with you on that one I think obviously you know MJF's fighting at winter is coming he's facing uh, Dante Martin for the beautiful diamond ring uh, which he's going to retain in my opinion probably have maybe have Punk on commentary for that considering their history if you want to do something along those lines to keep him busy uh, or just have him come out and cut a promo or like you say have Wardlow with a a, a, a bag yeah. can't see the dog in it like you say don't actually do this but have him F10 it to the moon absolutely given their shared love of Roddy Piper and the fact that this is going to I think mutate into like a really hateful drudge programme if it's not there already they can stiff the hell up yeah. out of they could do a dog collar match yeah something that's like a shout yeah um, and I think Larry maybe yeah, there you go I, I think uh, I think MJF wins as well and goes on to revolution and defeats Adam Page for the title but I'm incredibly biased but that's what I'd like to see and it would be a hell of a like line in the sand like you say when they move to yes. TBS uh, Jana uh, Kemmer gives us uh, in the next question of the day she uh, says I'm currently sick in hospital get well soon yeah John. get well soon uh, for some reason YouTube works but Fight TV won't let me play Dynamite damn you uh, so what are your favourite matches that can be found on YouTube uh, I'll try and be quick because it's uh, quite the treasure trove like if you really what you want to do is watch these matches and then the algorithm will treat you to like loads of great stuff um a lot of the 90s all japan pro wrestling scene um is available on youtube to watch just type in misawa kawada 1994 or misawa kobashi from 1997 and you'll be in pro wrestling dreamland those matches haven't aged at all in fact you'll watch those matches i'm a big advocate for modern pro wrestling but when you watch Kenta Kabashi in particular Sal you think a bit more of that would not go amiss Mm -hmm. in the modern scene he's unbelievable at drawing you into a struggle and fighting back over it in addition to that I want to as most people did I want a massive American Dragon kick reliving some of his best ROH stuff when it was rumoured that he was going to sign for AEW and loads of his big epic incredible ROH matches from the mid to late 2000s are available on um YouTube as well, so just type in ROH Brian Danielson and you'll get about 10 of the best matches you're ever likely to see. You get there's a match there, two out of three falls with Paul London mm. from like 2003 Paul London, at the man. top of my head. You'll get a glimpse of just how good, how early Danielson was. Was that before or after they became the bees that were dolphins? And that was before. Okay, that was before. Enough. Go and check that out as well if you can. It's a brief yeah, promo yeah. with the two of them that will have you in stitches. Uh, for me, I just looked up some uh, you know recent classic WWE matches. There's Nakamura Zane from from Takeover. There is uh, the the War Games match with Kevin Owens returning um, on there. Uh, there is, I believe, possibly Andrade versus Johnny Gargano. That classic match from a Takeover as well, which is 
well worth checking out, especially at the moment with the potential of them doing something in, in AEW together. And, not to be biased, but there's also a whole host of really good Defiant Pro Wrestling matches or WCPW. Go and check them out. They're all on our YouTube channel. Trust me, you will keep you entertained, yourself entertained, uh, Jana. And get well soon. Uh, yes, final well question soon. today comes from Matthew who says, in response to the criticism of AEW's booking of the women, should they have at least one episode uh, of Rampage with only women's matches on a semi-regular basis? I'd even say they should have a ladies' night as one of their specials next year. I'd love to see it. What do you reckon? Because I know, you know you're obviously a big fan of AEW yes. there has been criticism around the women's division totally uh, justified as well um, I thought Rampage would go a long way towards uh, resolving the issues and you know what the TBS title tournament and the way certain storylines are branching out of it with Sheeta and Deeb um, and the like I think there's been a lot of good work but we've kind of been here before I don't necessarily think um, an all women's card is the way to go just yet I feel like that would be an overcorrection and if it dies in the ratings then yeah. It just wouldn't do anyone any favours. I would simply put two matches on Dynamite yes. and one match on Rampage as a starter. Who knows like if this division can reach its potential because there's so many great raw talents in that division. Anna Jay, Tycon is still not totally ungreen yet, for lack of a better word. Um, like Layla Hirsch has still got a long way oh, to yeah, go. If all Layla of Hirsch. these women and more reach their potential, yes, do an all-women's card, but for now... When was the last time Layla Hirsch was on TV? I genuinely can't remember. Too long ago. And if you bump that up to two matches per week, you'll just get ahead of the criticisms that at present are probably going to face AEW this time next year as well. Get a move on. Yeah, I've got to just echo everything that you've said there and the fact that they occasionally go, we'll put a women's squash match on Rampage isn't making anything change like there. Red Velvet's class, and I want to see more Red Velvet. Yeah. I love Jay Cargill, but you know, just putting her squash matches on Rampage is a... Alec cleanser before the main event just doesn't cut it. And I describe Jamie Hayter as the female pack. Obviously, she's not yes. near there as yeah. a performer yet, but she's got the potential. And I don't want to see her do nothing for too long and then, oh, she's back on dynamite. Nah. Yeah, completely agree. Um, oh, bollocks, I've just realised I haven't actually prepped anything for today's and finally. Have you, have you got anything that you could potentially mention here, Michael Sidgwick? Funny you should say. Oh! Oh! What's this? What's this here? What's this? It is the brilliant new book, Becoming All Elite, The Rise of AEW, written by one, yep, also, Michael Sidgwick. is available right now at whatculture.bigcartel.com. Those of you on social media will know we got a whole pallet full of these books delivered yesterday, and you've been spending most of your time in the office signing copy after copy. It's fantastic. Not only do you feel like a big legend, yeah. but it's pretty easy to do. Yeah. And I value the support, so I'm happy to do it. Exactly. Uh, you can get them, as I said, uh, unsigned or signed. You get it signed, come on. Whatculture.bigcartel.com. You can probably order them now, get them just in time for Christmas. That's not a promise. I've no idea. I'm not kept in the loop about these sort of things. But regardless, go and check it out. Uh, you've also got Sidge's old book, all about NXT, available online, as well as well as uh, the new 606 wrestling matches to see before you die book. And a few other things knocking around the What Culture office. Please do go and check it out. Whatculture.bigcartel.com. It's it going to a, sell out soon as well. It's a fascinating read from the, the, yeah, the great. I've, I've glimpsed that. It's fantastic. I'm just wondering, when do you want me to do the audio book for this? No? Okay, well, maybe I'll just steal a few copies and write, is this the best book ever in the in the inside? Oh, that would be nice. Yeah, just a couple of very exclusive ones. Yes. 
It's like, like Willy Wonka. But, oh. <laughs> Willy Wonka. Well, Willy Wonka. Willy Wilborn Wonka. <laughs> Wilborn Wonka. I've got a nice signed book here from Michael Cedric, and then uh, Wilborn's ruined it. <laughs> <There we go. laughs> Whatculture.bigcartel.com. Uh, let us know your thoughts on that and all of today's news stories in the comments section below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Myself and the Dadly Boys sitting down to preview SmackDown and AEW Rampage a little bit later on today. Plus, you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there, follow both of us. You can follow Michael Sidgwick at M. Sidgwick. You can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. But for now, my thanks to Michael Sidgwick. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.